Boom. Reactive. Previously on the Hardy and Sons podcast. Maybe the author's kid got caught in a landslide and is just crying <laughs> like a baby. And that's why he wrote this in of like, you see, Chet's fine. <laughs> Even a rock hit him. He doesn't walk around complaining and asking to use his dad's telescope. <laughs> what it is is he's been beating his kids. And everyone <laughs> no. at school is asking where they're getting their bruises. And he keeps telling them, just tell him a landslide did it. Tell me it was, it was Lance, a landslide. happened while you were sleeping last no night. No one's going <laughs> to believe that someone could get hit by a landslide and survive. Yeah? Why don't you check the newest Hardy Boys book? <laughs> in stores this Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wrote it because he's an abusive father. And now every school that like buys these books, they read it first to make sure it's okay. And they see children <laughs> with bruises. Like, well, you probably got caught by a landslide. Yeah. What happened? Get landslide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A landslide named Dad. <laughs> you know, my dad, Terry, the landslide Rogers. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Terry, the landslide Rogers. 170 pounds of twisted steel <laughs> and falling rocks. So that is a website with an unironic photo of Steven Seagal on the header. Which is... Awesome, because I was just shooting a music video, and one of the band members came in, and he had a ponytail, and we just started calling him Kevin Seagal. It works. <laughs> so Steve is hot right now. See, I don't know much about, what was the kind of, was it a keto? A keto, yeah. A keto. So I don't know much about a keto, and by much, I mean anything. Well, you go up to Quick Trip, and you can get on their chicken, you can get uh, just a, a spicy. My dog is part a keto. Oh. Akita. I wonder how similar that is. It I wonder if same. my dog could beat up Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I hope so. But if I hope anyone's run, dog could beat up Steven if Seagal. If you're going to run a dojo, a martial arts home, yeah. I can't imagine that you want Steven Seagal's. <laughs> but like, I get that he has, I guess, trained sort of, and now he's a sheriff somewhere. Um, he's doing something. He's doing something. He's doing something. He's but, got his own cop show. But I feel like no matter what you do, if Steven Seagal does it, you, like as a cop, yeah, you don't want to be like, "Hey, I'm a cop," like Steven Seagal. <laughs> like that's, that doesn't add credibility. Like you know, I know I know martial arts a lot, like Steven Seagal. I like Seagal. Steven Seagal. Because <laughs> <laughs> even I mean, it's it's more of a stretch, but like. I make films uh, like, like Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal. Yeah, there we go. It <laughs> no, works. I don't. That's not a stretch at all. That's not the bar that I want to set <laughs> for me or for a, a Nikito <laughs> dojo. But I've got a. Maybe that's some of what I don't know about Akita is how important Steven Seagal is to the. It's culture. all about acquiring mass. There's two photo, uh, three photos on that webpage. Yeah. There's a photo of like. An old grandmaster looking individual. Yeah. Like yeah. like bald with the beard, the great beard. In, in a gi. Yeah. Like very, very on brand for <laughs> martial arts. And then a headshot <laughs> of Stephen Seagal. It's dramatically a good profile lit. <laughs> one too, looking up to the gods. And then someone else like in a gi doing some sort of pose. Yeah. Which I have to imagine they didn't want Steven Seagal to do because of how comically out of shape he is for an <laughs> yeah, action star. That is star. funny. I was going to say, I wonder why he wasn't in the gi. They decided to choose this non-martial arts photo of this ponytailed man. A gi is, I think, one of the best outfits oh, very to hide your too. figure. Oh, like, yeah. Like if, if you don't want people to see, like, hey, I'm actually in horrendous shape for a martial artist and you could 
you could just run away from me. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll never have to fight because I can't catch you. Yeah. If you want to hide some of that, a gi is the place to do it. Yeah, you're not wrong with that. And they are. They're super comfortable. I don't know if you've ever been in a gi. Uh, I think I did karate when I was too young to remember. Oh, that's a bummer. Like, you I, do it I remember now. being told I did karate. Yeah. Are there pictures to prove it? Not that or I... Or was it just a confidence I know booster? My older they just brother lied did. to you like, hey, it's okay. You did karate. And you're like, was, yeah, I did. It was probably my older brother did it. And like I you had to confused. go and I like, you know, walked along the side doing the punches and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were like, in the same way that they plugged my controller into the drawer. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, jump. You're playing. You're doing a great job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin did martial arts. He did karate. And when he was like eight, he had his birthday party at his dojo. And, yeah, it was awesome. So I got to go there, and I watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies, and I, I read a lot of Bruce Lee books. So I was like, dude, I can take anyone. And we did sparring, and we're sparring, and I'm sparring with all these white belts, and I'm throwing them to the ground. Well, the, the master or their teacher saw that I was getting a little cocky, and he goes, now you're going to fight me. <laughs> and I remember just thinking – Oh, I could take you. <laughs> and yeah, he smoked me. Yeah. It was great. It was uh, what I needed. I never did martial arts, I don't think, but I did do martial arts. Oh, you went up to Marshalls? I went got to Marshalls, <laughs> got some art supplies. Um, very non-threatening, very non-violent, yeah. <laughs> meditative, but yeah, not not really a confrontation. The Marshalls has some pretty good button-up shirts, actually. Is the button-up shirt you're wearing? That is a... Fantastic, yeah, it's a fantastic button up shirt. shirt. Yeah. Wild Take a while style. to get to yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't even notice at first. Yeah. That's a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. You're darn shirt. Yeah. No, this is not a Marshall's buy. I have a rubber ducky shirt that's from Marshall's. Where do you get a shirt like that? Middle of Beyond. You you had to get it online, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say no there's no store stocking those no. in St. Louis. Are you kidding me? I wish. No, they have a they have a bunch of sweet ones on the website. They got Rambo. How many of them do you have? Two. This and the Rambo. Okay. <laughs> so the two examples you said. Yeah, the only two I can think of are the two that I own. But they've got a bunch. And I can't remember what else they have. There's so many companies now. Because Roosevelt's came out and they were doing Sandlot shirts. And I got oh. a few of the Sandlots. I got this. I got the Pizza Planet. I got I've a seen Rick your and Pizza Planet shirt. That's pizza good. Planet's awesome. Yeah. You haven't seen the Rubber Ducky one yet. I've been uh, no. Well, I, I think I have. Okay, good. I think it's the you've one had that it for a while, right? Uh, my friend Colin gave it to me three years ago because yeah, his I've, girlfriend I've bought it, it for him, and he's like, "I'm never going to wear this." So he gave it to me, and every time we've been out in public, I always get compliment on compliment. One time, I got free putt putt just for wearing that shirt. That ain't bad. And he goes, "I should have never given you the shirt." So that's a big thing now. I'm excited for Tower T to open back up. I know. Have you seen what it actually looks like? No, I was just talking about it the other day. My my in-laws were in town. They're moving to St. Louis. Oh. And uh, so they were here to secure rentals so that they can rent until they buy a house. Yeah. But in a month, they'll live in St. Louis. And I was nice. saying we should go play golf Yeah. at Tower T because I don't really like golf that much. But Tower <laughs> T makes it easy and fun and quick it's, it's a, a place course. for non-golfers to golf exactly or at least it was when i was a kid now Same. it's changed See, and that's what i'm excited to see they don't have putt putt and i don't i don't know if they're gonna have the batting cages anymore that's fine with me really that's uh, my favorite part i'm not i'm not a big batting cages guy really even the slow pitch where you could just really clobber it and you look over like left and right like did you see me hit that ball yeah it's going three miles an hour yeah but i hit it i feel like that whole scene played out for me and then like i went to the car and just like 
rubbed my wrists and cried <laughs> a little because they hurt so bad. The slow pitch was still really fast. <laughs> okay, so you got the glass wrists. It's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Mr. Glass. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of thinking about the awards, and I think yeah. I think I've I've narrowed it down. Okay, and and I think I finalized the plan for the awards. Hit now me. I, I want to be careful, yes, because I don't want to give too much away now. However, knowing that at our live show, a small small percentage of people there will have heard this moment right here in the podcast, yes. or any moment in the podcast yeah. at all. I feel somewhat secure. Like it's going to be Keith, David, Peter. Peter's not going to be at the live show. Yeah, and then uh, Brett. And what did I say? You said David, but you're thinking of Keith, David, the actor. It happens all the time. I was thinking of Brett and Keith. But there is no Keith Brett. It's no. Keith David. It just rolls better. It does. Even though it's Keith David. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Keith David Lee Brett. There we go. That's a good strong name. That's a Christian name. So we've got three awards. Yes. We have the, the titular award, the Hardy and Sons Award, Hardy and Sons Podcast Award, which will recognize an organization or a project, not an individual. Yeah. For something. And we will change what that something is each time. Okay. I'm a fan of this. And we will determine that on a season-by-season basis. Yeah. So we will, we will select a work or an organization this time that will be in some category. Like you said, like no, the Nobel Prize. Like the Nobel Prize. sometimes exactly. it's chemistry. Yeah. Sometimes it's literature. Sometimes it's physics. The KFC. Economi- uh, yeah. Economics, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say the KFC? I did say the KFC when they created the bowl. Oh, right. All right. Yeah, they, they won the award. We recently talked about that on the show, I believe. Yeah. It was the thing. Yeah. So that's the titular award, the Harding Sons Podcast Award. Prestigious. It's very prestigious. Did Revered. you not hear that KFC has won this theoretical award? I would like the CEO to be there. Of <laughs> KFC? The yeah. colonel himself? <laughs> Mr. Sanders. <laughs> An honor, sir. <laughs> I know I know somebody who legit goes to Colonel Sanders lookalike competitions. You got to be kidding me. How has this never come up? I, I don't know, but <laughs> I'll make some phone calls. Does he win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring him in. Oh, yeah. yeah. See what I can do. But he should be eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes this very confusing but for the audience. But from a Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Yes, of course. And <laughs> he's only eating the breadsticks. Yeah, and not, <laughs> not a Taco Bell KFC. No, you can't mix those two. They don't go together. Second award is the Sean Hotley Award <laughs> for Creative Excellence. Yeah. <laughs> it's as powerful as it sounds. <laughs> I thought a lot about what I bring to the table yeah. and what this award should embody. And I think this this is going to go to an individual who, not unlike myself, <laughs> excels in creativity and just has a has a proven track record oh you got to pick good then of productivity yep within creativity innovation innovation, uh perseverance Uh, it's absolutely perseverance that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah and musically talented you got the rhythm you got the rhyme yeah you got to be just a creative 
powerhouse. Just a factotum individual. Much like myself. Exactly. And you don't always have to use that creative potential. Yeah. A lot of it can be wasted. It should all be wasted. Like, I have not actually created that many things. Yeah. I I go like 20% on a lot of things. That's what I'm talking about. You got to save the 80. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to swing for the fences every pitch. No, because then you're always losing it. Exactly. Yeah. So, Sean Hotley, Sean M. Hotley, reward for creative excellence. You put the M in there. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. Money. Oh! (laughs) It's Matthew. (laughs) I was close. I wish it was money, though. Let's change it. And this is where I need to lean on you a little bit. Yeah. The David Christopher Pitt Award. Yeah. Now, we could leave off any, like, trailing title on that, like the Creative Excellence of the Sean Hodley Award, Sean M. Hodley Award, (laughs) but it could just also stand as the David C. Pitt Award. Yeah. And as we discussed, there will be nominees. Yes. There may or may not be winners. There may or may not be winners. That is correct. It's the Troll Award. I was trying to think of how we would describe this to someone, especially on the night. That you may or may not win. Not even that. Like, that would all just go unspoken. Yeah. But when it comes time for the fanfare, before you announce the nominees, to say, what what do you say before? Because, like, the Sean Hotley, Sean M. Hotley Award for Creative Excellence recognizes an individual with unparalleled creativity, innovation, perseverance. All the things. There's the intro. Writes itself. The David C. Pitt Award is a little bit more nuanced. Yeah. And so. It's got mystique, baby. I'm trying to think of a like an opening paragraph introduction, something as as nebulous as like the nominees for the David C. Pitt Award are as varied as the arts themselves. Okay, you're off to a good start. I've said nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing conclusive can be extracted <laughs> from that. So speaking in these generalities, we sort of just paint this broad picture of how how these nominees are different yeah but That's all the same to a to a degree yeah i mean yeah. they're the same they're united in their nomination exactly for the david christopher pitt award yeah so it just has to be a giant contradiction in the end that's where I stand right now, and I have been looking into the price. Which you say that's where I stand as you're sitting after I said it has to be a giant contradiction, and you're nailing it. This is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do. He's got it, folks. What I have can't be taught. <laughs> and this is why the money award is so prestigious. Okay, this is why it's tough to get. So, I feel like we've we've really rounded this out into something that we can be proud of. Oh yeah. Mark your calendars. September 28th is our tentative date for the show. I'm looking at venues, trying to line something up. We want to be outside with the option of something covered. If if weather is an issue. Um, Like a circus tent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm in talks with Tower Grove Park and Forest Park. Nice. Uh, I reached out to the Gaslight. Um, they've been doing rooftop shows. Ooh, that'd um, be fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire right now. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, this is, this is my favorite little spot to sit is right in this like unleashing. This is, this is the job of the producer that I love. Yeah. And then you actually have to pull it off and then it becomes the job you don't love. See, but the way that the show is oh, evolved. I always see, but. <laughs> the way that the show has evolved 
I think if we were playing a larger role or, or performing ourselves. So I, can, I can only think of the movie Seabiscuit right now. It's Seabutskit. Because <laughs> all you see is his butt because he's always winning the races. Seabutskid. Seabutskids. Nice. <laughs> there it is. When we last left them, the boys had just uh, stepped outside to check on their horses in the wind. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That actually did work out nice. They saw that the horses were fine, even though they had heavy jackets on and the horses did not. <laughs> and then they looked at the top of Cemetery Hill, and there was a winking, not a blinking, <laughs> blue light. Which... That would imply that there's two blue lights and only one, one of them one is not. Is yeah. Right? That's the only way it could be winking. When a cyclops closes his or her eye, yeah. Are they winking it's or blinking? It's it's both. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's all in one. This is <laughs> This is pivotal. <laughs> this discovery right here. <laughs> Is grounds for a nomination for the Hardy and Sons podcast award. I have to agree. You know, I was looking up recently, because my friend Justin and I were watching Battlestar Galactica, and there's a character that doesn't have an eye. And he lifts up his eye patch to reveal his eye cavity, and it blinks. And we were like, what? It wouldn't really blink, would it? Like, the only need to blink is to refresh the eyes, water it down, make sure it doesn't dry out. So it wouldn't really need to blink, and uh, we didn't think that would be an actual possibility. And we looked it up, and it turns out there's no nerve damage to the actual eyelid itself. You can still just continuously blink. So a guy can lift up his eye patch with no eye there and just wink at you. <laughs> okay. It's a terrifying image. I think that's what I'll, that's what I'll think about instead of sleeping tonight. <laughs> I was going to sleep tonight, but then I was like... Wonder what a one one eyed man winking with the no eye side would look like. So that's that's my night. There you go. It, it all it all works out. And it could be like a sonar thing too, if it makes a noise, like it clicks. And oh. it bounces off the inside cavity and shoots out. Did you watch Tiny World yet? No, not yet. I still haven't gotten what's it on again? Apple TV. Apple Plus. TV, yeah. I'm gonna get it. I'll sign up one of these days. Which brings us to chapter Chapter six. Six. Ghost, Ghost music. music. Yeah. That's good. It's a great title. And of course, spoiler alert, I gotta wait till the last page to hear the ghost music? Like the last sentence. Yeah. Same with the strange blue light. Yeah, that's it's the last sentence. Don't just take the last sentence, you lazy, lazy titlers, and just title it whatever the last sentence is. I mean, that, uh, it, this is the definition of a spoiler because, like, the whole time you're waiting for, like, when are we going to get to this particular thing? Yeah. And it, it'd be like like calling whatever Harry Potter 7, be like, Harry Potter 7, Dumbledore dies. Oh, I was going to say Dobby dies, but I guess he's not in 7, is he? I legit cried <laughs> in the movie when Dobby died. I, I obviously cried in the book. Yeah. But I never saw the movies until after I had finished all the books. So, like, I knew it was coming and all this stuff. But, oh, man. Is Dobby, it only Dobby characters with here. D's that die? Dumbledore and Dobby and Draco. Draco dies? Oh, I don't know. But that's another D name that I know. That's true. <laughs> I'm trying to think of characters who die, and I'm pretty sure they're all D's. Donald Hamlin? Does he die? I don't know. 
Is he, he probably dies. I don't know who he is. Is he from the Hamlin Company? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Morley's godson. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the ghost music, which I'm also upset. I wish this was like a music box to where when I opened it up to ghost music, you ghost hear music plays. just a little bit. And this is why I should design children's books. Maybe. I mean, it's I. this won't have happened Yeah. because I just don't care. <laughs> but maybe when we mentioned the title Ghost Music, just a little bit of something in the background. Walk. Is it Beach Boys? It's Walk Like a Man. Oh. Yeah. From the Lesters. Okay. I actually don't know who sings that song. The, the Lesters went to my church as a child and they always sang every morning. And I remember thinking, like, I don't want to listen to the Lesters sing again. And then one day they just came out, ooh, And I was like, what is this? This is awesome. I love the Lesters. Is it not? I, I'm, I'm hearing a Beach Boys song in my head, but I guess I'm wrong. What's the Beach Boys song? Sing it. Ooh, I can't hit it. Yeah. We're the Beach Boys. Yeah. Beach, beach boys. boys. We're boys on the beach. On the beach. We're hanging out on the beach. And we're boys. And we're boys. <laughs> the beachy beach boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not done as we're recording this but hopefully they will be but new merch is going to be up on the store oh baby oh baby i didn't know we had new merch New merch for you and i to buy oh i can't wait yeah Ooh. well keith is in the market for a new hoodie we can hook we him should, up yeah we should make one of them a hoodie okay yeah because he needs one said it was the most comfortable this is coming from keith Mees, the meanest man alive says that the hardy and sons hoodies only 44.99 is that right I guess. I don't know. Only in 6874 is the most comfortable hoodie he's ever worn in his life. And he's a hoodsman. He's, well, that's a terrible one. He's a, he's a hoodie <laughs> man. <laughs> Full of hate, not that yeah. kind of hate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Different hate. <laughs> he's a hoodie guy. He wears a lot of hoodies, zip up hoodies. So he knows. He's been wearing hoodies since I've met him. He was born in a hoodie. He was born in a hoodie. I've seen him. You know how some people come out clenching. Uh, blood clots he came out clenching a hoodie jesus christ <laughs> well Genghis khan <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those as i listen to the podcast as i as i like edit the episodes and then listen to it after it's done yeah there are so many jokes that you make where i have transitioned in my head to like i need to move us on here yeah and i go back later i'm like Oh, David, I didn't even hear him say that in the moment. That's what I like. And it's hilarious. <laughs> There's so many things. But that's just one where, like, I heard it all. You did. I don't know you what to do it. with it. I don't know what it means. Just live it's in it. It's just floating <laughs> here. Let it live. Let it breathe. Okay? It moves with the air molecules. He's got a finger up. He's pointing. He's like, Babe Ruth. Let's go up there. Nice, nice, urged Frank, grabbing Joe's arm. And there's a lot of grabbing. There's a lot of touching. <laughs> there's a lot of touching for, this one. For a, so they, they see this blinking light. They're going to go investigate. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of unnecessary whispering, <laughs> touching, and some really interesting <laughs> That's a chapter title right there is un, Unnecessary Whispering. And touching. And touching, Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of quickly and quietlys, too, in situations where, yeah, you don't have to be quick nor quiet. Yeah, so they, they make their way to the graveyard, and they see uh, in the back 
corner of the cemetery, the brothers spotted a tall, thin figure. Ooh. Probably the person who signaled with the blue light, Joe whispered. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you don't say? You came to the cemetery after seeing a blue light in the cemetery. Yeah. You don't have to break silence to be like, that's the guy we came here to find, probably. Like, yeah, man. Shh. Duh. Shh. Don't, don't say. Shh. Put your put your ear back on the ground. <laughs> Done with this, man. Joe. I would be frank, because Joe has got his ear to the ground. He's gonna find water one of these days. Yeah. One of these days, it's, it's gonna that come. Divining rod. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna be out. Joe, and- leave that at the cabin. <laughs> We're not going to be thirsty. We're going to be gone for like 20 minutes. I'm just saying, I think we're going to be thirsty. We just had second dinner. <laughs> they are little hobbits. So they're, they're, they can't get too close. They're, they move forward soundlessly, Ooh. save for Joe's whispering, <laughs> to a large stone monument and knelt behind it. They wished they could get closer to the man, but that gravestone was the only one large enough to afford them cover. Mm. And I imagine that this thing is tiny and they're clearly visible behind it. <laughs> like just their heads are behind it. The rest of their bodies completely visible to this they're guy. They're entwined like a pretzel too. <laughs> just, this they ain't got no bones. big enough where they won't see us. <laughs> Gu- guys, I can see, you can come out. It's, it's wide enough, but it's not tall enough. I'm standing. It's, it's tall enough, I'm but standing. it's not wide enough. <laughs> All and above. So, uh... So somebody, a bigger guy, let's see. Yeah, this man is just, he is pacing restlessly, just stamping his feet, which I thought was hysterical, and then I realized why he was doing it. He was trying to uh, warm up. It was cold outside. I thought he was throwing a temper tantrum. Like, I told him I didn't want it blue. I wanted it navy blue. It could be. It's a difference. It could be both. could be both, Yeah. yeah. He could be frustrated. The horses are cold. (laughs) They're not just stomping around. So we see a second figure, big and bulky, approached the first. The newcomer's cap was pulled low. His face appeared to be muffled for protection against the bitter cold. Can you muffle a face? I thought about that. I guess you can. I mean, you can muff your ears. Yeah. You have ear muffs. Yeah. Face muff wouldn't be that much of a stretch, I guess. Because to me, uh, to muffle is to kind of silence dampen the sound a bit. yeah but i guess you can dampen your appearance i guess it goes both ways yeah okay this checks out it okay. checks out we just had to dive down that one so the boys start in a classic hardy boys runner yeah the boys are trying to overhear a conversation and they hear bits and pieces because it's muffed yeah yeah on account of the muff <laughs> and on account of this muff <laughs> there it is <laughs> They were only able to catch uh, part of the conversation. And and here's the pieces that they get. Big Al's plenty mad. The first man was saying. He gave me special orders for you tonight, Slip Gun. Now, we're going to revisit this in in a page or two, but like Slip Gun is this guy's name. He gets called Slip Gun. Yeah. However... If you are listening across a windy cemetery in the cold to a muffled voice, how can you be sure that someone just called someone slip gun? Instead of saying slip me the gun. Or anything else. Yeah. But for them to be like, oh, he absolutely <laughs> referred to that gentleman as slip gun. That's his name. Gun. Slip gun? Slip. <laughs> S-L-I-P. Like what a woman wears before nighty night, Joe. A yeah. slip. 
Ah, and what she and a gun with. like the kiss a song, gun. love gun, like a gun, like the kind you accidentally shoot people in the leg with <laughs> while hunting, or face if you're Dick Cheney. There you go. Yep, there it is. Or Ben Tinker, or Ben Tinker, who I don't know who Ben Tinker is, but I feel like he's a football player. No, he's he's in this book. He is. Yeah, you probably was a football player in his youth. He was definitely a football player in his youth. Yeah, yeah, everyone was a football player. You, you're darn too. That's, That's why with everyone broad had shoulders like yeah. that. Yeah, the thin piece of leather for a helmet, <laughs> just to keep the juices in. <laughs> I had my dad's impact. shoulder pads, and he played in the '80s, in the early '80s. They are just like padding. It's like a baseball mitt. That's it. Nice. It, there's nothing to it. That's the good old days, David. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me started. Yeah, tape yourselves in these pillows. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking of the big green. Oh, dude. The yeah. Goalies oh. wrapped in oh, foam yeah. head to toe. It's the big green. I think Goldberg does something like that, too, in Mighty Ducks 2. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that. Yeah. But Big Green did it first. You know there's a Mighty Ducks series out on Disney Plus now? It's wonderfully awful. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's very bad. The trailer makes it look like it might be okay. And the fact that they got Emilio and Lauren Graham. Yeah. And you know I'm a Gilmore Girls fan. I'm a Gilmore guy. Uh, and there's a one of the, the kids in it looks remarkably like Sean Astin. Like uncannily. Okay. And I yeah, was so I disappointed. To find yeah. out that it is not Sean Astin. I believe Sean Astin has daughters. He has all daughters, yeah. One's a singer. I only know this because I had Instagram, and the only celebrity I followed was Sean Astin. Yeah. Because I love Sean Astin. I only know this because Jesse loves Lord of the Rings and knows everything about those people. As she should. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. just and, begun and listening. They're called hobbits, Sean, not those people. <laughs> <laughs> she just started listening to the, uh, oh, what are the names? Dominic Mahanahan. And Billy Boyd. Yeah, they have a new podcast. I didn't know that. Uh, which wow. she says is phenomenal. I don't doubt that. So that it's just them being goofy and figuring out. There's like five episodes right now, and they're figuring yeah. out what it is. It's oh, that that's the, the early phase. stages. I yeah, remember those you're, stages. You're getting that bond with them as yeah. they get their own. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'll have to check that out. I'll see if we can't get Billy on the podcast. Well, yeah, we'll get Billy on it. We always, I don't want Dominic. Billy's the one I want. We've talked about having guests on this show for five seasons, and we have never done it, save for when Brett cooked us. Uh, Is that our only guest episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult proposition because for them to like they need to read up to and then only the chapter of the episode we're doing yeah and so they have to obtain the book and read just, just a single chapter not further no they have to read like if we bring somebody in on chapter 11 they've oh, they got to read, read the first 10 and chapter 11 right. but not 12 to 20 yeah and i just feel like that's a big ask it's definitely especially a big ask. billy boyd's a busy guy well, he's not too busy. Billy Boyd's a busy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Boyd the busy boy. If you write him that, Billy Boyd, I hear you're a busy boy. I'm pretty sure he'd be on the podcast. What are the odds that he'd be like, oh, you're doing hunting for hidden gold? I've already read that whole book. <laughs> I can't stop at chapter 11. That and the original. Yeah, I've read both of them. Yeah. Do you want me for the comparison? <laughs> Maybe. Now would be a good time to take a break. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. All right. Break it up. And with this, this, that, that and the yeah. other. With this, the boys took boys a break. Boys took a break. I bought store brand lemon juice. 
I normally get like real lemon, the name brand, the oh, Cadillac yeah. Yeah. of lemon juice. What's the name brand of lemon juice? Real lemon. Oh, it is just called real lemon. R e a l e m o n. Or you're saying you real buy real lemon. lemons and you make your own? No, I'm saying there's a brand called real lemon. Real lemon. Real lemon. Yeah, that's what I normally get. I decided to save money and get the store brand. And taste is identical. Yeah. The difference is that the real lemon has one of those caps on the bottle with just the tiny hole in the middle, so you can just like. Squirt oh, a little bit. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, like like hot sauce does, soy sauce. Yeah, has that. Um, this does not. This is just like an open, like two liter uh, style. That's a like terrible one design. inch opening. And so I keep way over pouring <laughs> and ending up with like borderline unsweetened lemonade. Yeah. Uh, so let's dump a little sugar in there. I, I, I don't I don't want sugar. I don't want lemonade. I would just want lemon water. I I say this. Yeah. Because as we do th- the rest of this chapter. If you know that I take a drink and then I'm just sort of out of commission for eight to ten <laughs> seconds as like I unpucker and, and come back. If my whole if my cheeks seize Yeah, that's why. Yeah, nonstop. All right. It's I, I like that. Dollar. Is the real lemon the kind that comes in the yellow bottle with the green top? Mm, yes. Okay. Green bottle, yellow top. Mine was You're always yellow of real with the lime. Gr- <laughs> that's what I'm using there all the is time. Real lime too. Is it really? Why not just buy a real lemon? Last longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. This bottle's going to last me a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, not that long since I keep over-pouring it. <laughs> but I'd imagine with the generic, you get more. Yeah. But it's watered down, so you get the same. But I'm adding more of it, so yeah, it is the same. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It all adds out. Yeah. Another Hardy and Sons podcast That's award for our... Our analysis of, of <laughs> cycloptic eye closing and now lemon juice dilution <laughs> levels. <laughs> see, you can see the abstract to my paper. eye closing <laughs> is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I very much enjoy that. <laughs> so they're, they're listening to this conversation. They hear slip gun. Which that's one thing you wouldn't want to put together is a cyclops and lemon juice. Because if that lemon juice gets in his eye... He's, He's going to be winking and blinking all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> got him. And if he's got blue eyes, do we have a Hardy Boys chapter name now? He's the winking blue light. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so the other pieces of this conversation that they hear, um, let's see, uh, no luck yet. He'd better forget, dot, 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 special business, dot, 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 it's hopeless. Meeting day after tomorrow, once, dot, dot, dot. The usual stuff. Where? Shadow of the bear. Uh. Now, if you're at a point where you're only hearing someone say the word once. Yeah. And you didn't even hear him say, like, he wants or they want. Like, that's not clear enough for you to, again, really pick out shadow of the bear. (laughs) So, uh. And I'm skeptical. I think that the Hardy Boys are filling in some blanks here. Oh, this they is definitely what are. Th- they're doing to detective work what Jurassic Park did with frog DNA into the dino DNA. They're patching some holes with. Okay, I like that. Some yeah, well said. Some pansexual DNA. Yeah, as one should. And then the next instant, there came the loud crack of breaking twigs. So both men whirled around and looked where the Hardy Boys were, and the Hardy Boys froze. 
was somebody else in the graveyard? Oh. The narrator asked. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. After a long silence, the thin man said, tomorrow, Jake and I, dot, 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 with the boss, dot, 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 Brady's mine. Yeah. Now, again, they're saying Brady's mine, and in the book here, both are capitalized. This yeah. is a mine belonging to Brady. But, but we just wouldn't know that easily, as a listener. This is, uh, yeah, as easily could have been like, hey, we're going to kill Brady and Tom. And he's like, hey, hey, Brady's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll Why take you care of Tom? Brady. Yeah. Tom's uh, mine. Brady's mine. I would have picked Kyle. <laughs> I thought you were Carl. It's Kyle. <laughs> it's the one that ain't flooded. So so then they could have put together Brady's mine. Or, I don't know, maybe one of the Brady's, his home got flooded or his lungs were flooded. Maybe there's a lot of them. A yeah. whole bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, so they've been flooded with Brady's. Yeah. The Brady Bunch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There it is. They came to town. <laughs> All nine of them. I think there was nine. There's so too many. Now we get three pages of just a foot chase. Yeah. And uh, one great scene, and that's about it. Uh, what's the great scene? Uh, the great scene <laughs> is the startling. <laughs> when he startles his brother at the top of 53. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, the guys leave the cemetery, big guy first, uh, thin guy first, big guy second, and they start following the big guy because he's going down into town. Yeah. And after the twigs cracking behind them, they're walking down the hill, and Frank stops short to listen suddenly. He thought he had heard a noise behind them and seized his brother's arm to alert him. Startled? Joe slipped and nearly fell. A shower of stones cascaded down the hill. I love that. I mean, how hard do you grab someone to scare them that much? Yeah, where they kick out a bunch of stones. Yeah. Uh, That tickled me. Stalking in the night Mm. with somebody. Another great Hardy Boy title. Stalking in the night with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to keep that with somebody. How are you not prepared for your arm to be seized? He's like, unpinned the you, you're, man. You're, you're at each other's elbows. Yeah. Why would you be like, <gasps> <laughs> oh my God, the person who's been next to me the whole time. Huh. And he's been grabbing you this whole time. I'd be more startled than if he wasn't grabbing you. Yeah. So, uh, they could imagine the burly figure below also heard the stones and everything. Uh, and then from behind them, another rock came tumbling down. Joe nudged Frank. Frank was startled by the <laughs> nudge, flailed and belly flopped down the hill. <laughs> I wish this was an ongoing joke. Oh, we didn't cause that. Someone's following us. Then the narrator asks, had the thin man spotted them? The Hardys wondered. And doubled back to stalk them? Or had a third person been in the cemetery as they suspected? Okay, so not just one or two people. But three. But, but, but three people. Wow, you can get up there. Yeah, it was good. So now there, there's a questionable third, perhaps thin man? Red-haired? Who Medium knows? Medium build? Definitely Medium red-haired. Build. Yeah. Hatless, likely. Which, you know what I'm upset about? The boys haven't eaten. What's going on? 
Well, this was after dinner. This whole thing started after dinner. Yeah, but they should have an after dinner snack. Uh, that's true. Yeah. They're off their game. Yeah, the guys are going to hear their stomachs growling. Yeah. They're not busting out Classic last party's giveaway. Gogurts. <laughs> they bust out Gogurts like they're. <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if they mixed their Gogurt with actual glow in the dark, like fluorescent paint? It, so you just snap it. So they can either snap it and use it as a light or snap it and open it up and eat it. What if that's what the strange blue light was? It's the Gogurt. It was fluorescent, the fluorescent Gogurt, Gogurt the whole time. <laughs> I knew it. We should reach out to Gogurt. After a while, the, ha- the Hardys thought they detected the sound of movement below them. Warily, they descended, alert for any possible attack from the rear. Good. Not alert enough if one of them nudges another. <laughs> yeah. Maybe too alert, one would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dangerously alert. Dangerously alert. Another alert. great title. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they reached the foot of the hill, Frank and Joe had drawn close enough to their quarry to spot his shadowy figure disappearing into the ghost town. Uh, suddenly, he vanished into Ooh. the sagging shell of a deserted building. I love that description. I love that description because the other way of saying it is he entered a building. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly he vanished. Like <laughs> into the sagging shell of a deserted building, which in my mind that building is peeling off its its actual paint and it's got like leopard skin boxers on underneath it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Just some late 90s sagging. <laughs> Wasn't it always like leopard skin boxers for the sagging? Or it was, there's a lot of flannel. There's a yeah. lot of silk. Silk dragons. Wow. Yeah. I, in the, the mid-90s, there was a lot of silk boxers. I had a pair or two. Yeah. Mine had dragons. Mine were green. <laughs> just plain old green. Just silk and green? Yeah. And they are really uncomfortable. Yeah. Unless you're wearing them with nothing. And like in no the pants. cold. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. You sweat a little bit and yeah. silk boxers. It's just oh yeah. It's like soaking a roll Siphons of paper it. towels and yeah. just <laughs> stuffing them in your pants. Like it's just bulky and wrinkled and it's awful. almost like a siphon for the sweat too. It just builds this little funnel system to really just pour it down your leg into your socks. We could go through this line by line, unless you have anything. But really, they just chase this person. Yeah, through town, through the ghost part of town, and then they run to the other part of town. Yep, and dive into a, a passageway between two buildings. Yeah, Hardy Boys plunge into the shadowy gloom of the narrow passageway themselves. Uh, which normally this is when they'd get kidnapped. Always, I was, I was genuinely shocked that there it was, was a good no twist that they here. didn't get kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. That's the M. Night Shyamalan. That's that M. Night twist. This time, time not kidnapping. No kidnapping. It's a quantum state. As they enter enter the the passageway, they are simultaneously kidnapped and not kidnapped. Uh, But when they get in there, nobody. And uh, they find the footprints lead to a hard trampled roadway and become indistinguishable. So the guy gets away. Yep. Uh, But the boys feel lucky. Right? Because at least we've learned one thing about him. 
Frank said thoughtfully. Very thoughtfully. Very thought. <laughs> hey, Frank. Oh, Frank's saying this. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yes, brother. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You startled me. What's that? His nickname, the man he met in the cemetery, called him Slip Gun. And Joe's like, was it Slip Gun or Brady? <laughs> I thought it was Brady's mind. Brady's mind? <laughs> it was Brady's mind. I thought he said Brady's fine. He said Bear Shadow, I think. Yeah, Bear Shadow. Yeah, like Brady's Bear, bear Shadow. Yeah. Grilling a bear. With... By the way, that's another Hardy Boys chapter. Grilling a bear? <laughs> but that's interrogating Inter- a bear. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Bear under the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, they're playing good cop, bad cop. <laughs> One's like holding up a fish. Like, I'll give you the fish. I want to give you this I fish. Want I don't want you, you to be here. Yeah. The other one's got a bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> Just snapping it shut every few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> a bear trap. So, you're right. I almost forgot. Maybe it'll help us trace him if we can find out what it means. Any idea? Frank shook his head. Not a glimmer. Except that it sounds like a cowboy expression. Maybe Hank can tell us. Do you think that sounds like a cowboy expression? Slip gun? No. I don't know. Everyone has guns. Yeah. Guns are not limited to cowboys. I don't know. And also, this is... The 20s slash 60s. Cowboys are extinct. At They've this been point. gone for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. On the in, or on the endangered list at best at this yeah, point. Yeah. They're thinning out. Uh, so. And that's uh, apologies to all the cowboys listening right now. We know that we have a disproportionate amount of cowboy listeners. <laughs> and to all you cowboy There's listeners, like <laughs> let me say. Yeehaw, partners. We get the geographical results, and it's like Germany's listening, Poland's listening, people in the United States, and the boy just says cowboys. <laughs> Is that a city? The state's nope. in the shape of a hat. <laughs> just the Arby's logo. <laughs> As they approached Ben Tinker's place, the brothers noticed that the windows were dark. Frank and Joe paused at the shack to listen and heard a steady, wheezing snore coming from inside. Classic. Good thing the old man's asleep, Frank chuckled, or he might have started shooting at us. (laughs) (laughs) Or we might have died. (laughs) They take, like, after they eat their tin of beans, they make chain link, like, garments out of it. So their body armor is just all these, you know, used up cans of beans or peaches. I want to come back to this, but we're almost at the end. Let's finish the chapter, yeah. and then we're going to revisit that for just a second. Uh, so they keep walking. That was an inconsequential moment of just spying on an old man, listening to him sleep. As one does. Uh, but then, suddenly they froze in their tracks. Uh-oh. Both Frank and Joe felt the hair on their necks rise up. By the way, this is like a horse mane. I'm imagining <laughs> just these long, flowing neck hair. <laughs> you ever seen Spider-Man? Yes. You know how the little spider oh, yeah, follicles yeah. come out? Yeah. That's what's happening. Only they're all like four inch long hairs. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Just teen, way too long. Yeah. <laughs> Cold chills swept up and down their spines. It's puberty, by the way. Yeah, obviously. It's yeah. Between the lines, but we get it. Yeah. You want to finish it here? From the abandoned hall, 
Through the moan of the wind came the sound of a piano playing. Tinker's ghost music. Bum, bum, bum. So literally the last two words of the chapter are the first time we hear of ghost music. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. And it's a shame Ben's asleep. Yeah, Ben's not to hear Tinker's ghost music. He's not going to hear this old Charlie dancing with old Tommy (laughs) knockers. (laughs) And Brady's mine. Yeah, Tommy knocking and Brady's mine. All dancing in the shadow of the bear. Dancing in the shadow of the bear, dude. Mm. Is that a Bruce Springsteen song? I think so. Yeah, or it could be. Was it Mick Jagger and David Bowie dancing in the shadow of the bear? (laughs) Shadowing in the bear. We really need to start a band. Well, yeah, we've been saying just this for years. Just for Hardy Boys songs, yeah. Hardy and Sons songs. That'd be kind of cool. End each season with an original track, or start each season <gasps> with an original track, and see if we can get it to the number one selling song in the world by the end yeah. of the season. And the idea is, we'll just look at the title of the book, "Hunting for the Hidden Gold," and the whole song is about what we expect to happen in that book. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Watch out for season six. It's going to be amazing. I had said I wanted to revisit something. Yeah. I've decided that I do not. Why? Because I just don't want to revisit it. Oh, it's going to bother me. I'll, I'll tell you it's just bad podcast content I've decided. Okay, great. Yeah, let's do an off-air revisiting. Yeah. Yeah. You know whose turn it is. I do. It ain't mine. You're not stalling for me. I'm though. trying to stall. I'm Nick stalling over here, okay? I'm Terminator 3 in it right now, Okay. I'm disturbing behavior, and I'm trying to think of any other Nick Stahl movies, Sin City in it. Okay. I don't know any of these. Yeah. Do you know Nick Stahl? I don't know Nick Stahl. That's okay. I just Nick Stahl'd for you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. See, it, with all the spoilers in these chapters, like, it's getting so, like, they're spoiling, the book is spoiled on the cover. Yeah. By. Oh, there's the Thin Man. Oh, that is a pretty thin man. That's a pretty thin man. He's very hunting for hidden gold, and here they have hunted it. And they found it on the cover. The chapter ghost music, we make it the whole time through until then we hear ghost music. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's going to get so bad we're going to start getting like spoilers for the next chapter in this chapter. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like if we're going to hear chapters, spoilers for chapter 11 when we get to chapter 7. Yeah. That was good. That was real good. That was original content from Boom Reactive.